Welcome everyone to the Ave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Hey. We in Masechet Pesachim. We will be beginning on Daf Dalid Amur Bet. Okay. So the subject over here at hand is we are trying to figure out how do we know that we have to get burn the hametz on the fourteenth of Nisan in the afternoon, which is what everyone seems to agree, but we don't know where the source is. So we're going to start again from where we left off yesterday in the middle, of the, uh, towards the bottom of the page. About eight lines from the bottom. Says the Gemara of, te, of Dalar Mubet. Dikula Alma Mia Chamet Asur. Everyone seems to agree that at the sixth and a half hour of the day Chamet is Asur on the 14th of Nisan. Minalan where do we know that from? There is no pasuk in the Torah that explicitly tells us this fact. So we're going to now have a whole bunch of different ideas, some Tanaim, some Amoraim, all coming to weigh in why is it that it's a unanimous opinion that the 14th of Nisan, in the afternoon, you have to get rid of Hametz. We shouldn't, we, there's no reason why we should know that. So, but everyone knows it's true. All different ideas of how we know it. No question that it's true. We're going to start with Abaya. I don't know what the order is. It's an interesting question. We'll start with Abaya. We'll go to Bryce's afterwards. We're going to start with Abaya's opinion. Amr Abaya. Trey Kraik TV. There's two Pesukim that are open. If you have a Chumash, it might be handy to read some Pesukim in Parashat Bo. In Parashat Bo, when Moshe tells Kal Yisrael to get out of, to, about, about leaving Mitzrayim, he, Hashem tells him that, starts telling him about Pesach. And he says the following Pesukim. You can look from if you're looking at home, I recommend you stop over here and you start from uh, after the after Hashem tells us to put the blood. Pasuk Yudal is starts talking about Pesach. We're going to start from Pasuk Yudchet. But he's shown on the first day, on the fourteenth day of the month, at night you have to eat matzot till the twenty-first day in the evening. for seven days, you can't have hametz or sourdough in your house. Anyone who eats machmetz, it will be get karet. Okay, that's nothing. Now next. Okay, good. Beautiful. So those are the bezukim that we're dealing with over here. Now, says, says Abaya. Abaya says, listen. Amar, three attractive. One pasuk says, seven days you can't have sour in your house. It says a little before that, only on the first day you should get rid of Saur. It seems like there's a contradiction. Abai is understanding a contradiction. What's the contradiction? When you say seven days you can't have Chametz, uh, it sounds like only on the seven days, right? And when you say and, and, and it sounds, no, it sounds all, seven all seven days, including. Including the whole first day, yeah. every second, as soon as the sunset hits, you should not let it have. Now, when you say if you tell me on the first day I should, get, I should get rid of it, that means that I have to have it to get rid of it, right? And in order to have it, that means I have to have it on the seven, on the day one. I'm not allowed to have it on day one. Make up your mind. So, so you see, we have a contradiction. Okay, so, so, so how can it work? So, we're coming to tell you that on the 14th day you have to destroy it. That's what we're coming to tell you. You must destroy it on day number 14. Beautiful. Not on the 15th. Why do you have to go so far? In other words, 
Then the Havamina was that maybe you should do it on day 15. In the middle of day 15, you should do it. And then you have another person who says, Harishon. You should do it on Harishon. We're using that to tell you, instead of doing on in the middle of the 15th, do it in the middle of the 14th. We're saying, well, why are you going all the way back to the middle of the, of the 14th? Maybe you should just go back to the beginning of the 15th and say that on the night of the Seder, once the Seder starts, chalas, once sunset comes on the night of the Seder, that's what you can do. What made you just go all the way back and say even on Hatzot, you have to carry chametz anymore. Why? Where did you get that from? It says days, right? Days you can't have. Nights. No, in other words, in other words, the, the Pasuk said, Shivat Yamim days. So therefore, the Havamina could have been that only in the days, meaning on the day of the Pesach, the morning after the Seder, that's when it starts, you might have thunk, and therefore use the extra Harishon, right? Beyom HaShavii, use the HaShavii to include the, the Seder night, maybe that's what you should do. Kamash Malan, come and teach you, I feel a lot, I feel a lot. no, you know why we don't do that? So why don't we do this whole thing? We're now on the top of Hamer Alf. We don't need to do that. Why? Because we already know that at night you don't ha- you can't have chametz. Since we, it's already automatically known that you can't have chametz on the night of the seder, therefore I need to use it to bump it up to chatzot. Because the night of the seder is already known. Where is it already known from? Okay. We connected getting rid of seor to eating chametz. So getting rid of seor to eating chametz. And eating chametz, you can't have eat, eat chametz whenever you have to eat matzah. How do we know? Hashmatat seor lachilat chametz tichtiv shivat yemim seor leim sebatechem. It says seven days you can't have seor in your house. Ki cholochel machmetzit because anyone eats machmetzit. Now, what, why is getting rid of? So you see, there's a connection between getting rid of chametz and eating and and not eating not eating chametz. And then vachilat chametz eating chametz is connected to eating matzah. There should, be no, there should be no connection. You see that, that connects any matzah to the right? It says by matzah, So now once it says and we connected it, boom, 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 boom. With three, okay. three wait, with, with uh, three tag teams. You have eating matzah to not not eating chametz to getting rid of chametz that tells you that on the night of the 15th we already know that you can't have chametz. So therefore, if you can have it, we have to, the, 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 this Bayom HaShibi'i has to go back to the day before. The day before. Beautiful. Mar Maybe we should include the night of the 14th of Be'ur. Why are you only going to the mid, midday of the 14th of the 14th Go back to the night of the 13th, of, of the beginning of the 14th, uh, why sunset. Is, why is that even a question? Because usually days in Hebrew... I mean, it depends. Well, okay, that's the question. We, could we go either way? And therefore we're wondering, maybe it does. Okay? Bayom Ketiv, thank you. We're using the word Bayom. Thank you, he likes it. Okay. Maybe it should be from the morning. Yani, why are we waiting till Hasot? Smack in the morning. Ach. So, ach 
is chalak. The fact ach bayom harishon, that's that's a split. So that splits it and tells you, says Rashi, achin virakin miutin, alma miktzat hayom mutar umktzat asur. Can't be the whole day because ach means not the whole thing. Ach bayom harishon. It's a little like uh, we're, we're, we're hedging. So therefore, the, the hedging of, of that is telling you, don't do it from sunrise, do it from this. Beautiful. This is all Abaya. Okay? So we have one, everything we told you is only one opinion. It's Abaya telling you how we know. Now we're going into the Beit Shmael. The Beit Shmael Tana, which is a bright already, so we, uh, Abaya shouldn't really be arguing with him, but that's how it goes. I guess this bright wasn't fully accepted. Abaya shouldn't be arguing with him? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Matsinu, it mo- mo- shouldn't be, but he is. So obviously, oh, obviously it's not... It's not. Oh, let me pause this. Welcome, Mary. Okay, says the Gemara. The Beis Melatana Matzinu Yudal Shirikla Rishon Shneemar Barishon Barbasal Yom LaChodesh. We find that the the fourteenth is called Rishon. So, in other words, since the pasuk says by Yom Harishon Teshbitu Shor Matechem Ach Yom Harishon, we we see that that so therefore by Yom Harishon should tell you that, and we see that the fourteenth. Is called the day of the fourteenth is called Barishon because it says Barishon Barbasar. No, that extra Barishon Barbasar is a funny pasuk. Pasuk It's a funny pasuk because why do you have to say on the first on the fourteenth? So you see that the 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 fourteenth day is called first, and therefore that's how he's that's how he's doing it. That's his source. So the, we're assuming that the first day of getting rid of Hametz is going to be the going to be Yom Rishon. That's according to the Be'er Yishmael Tana. Opinion number three. Rav Nachman Yitzhak Omer. Rishon dimi'ikara mashma. The word Rishon, by Rishon, dimi'ikara, is from before. Damakra, ha'ishon adam tivaled. Therefore, when it says seven days, the Pasuk says, Shivatim se'orim se'vatachem, ki chol ochel machmetzet. I'm sorry. So, seven, when it says seven days you eat, you should eat matzah. But on day of Rishon, you should be to Tashbitu. Harishon, Rishon sounds like beforehand. So, since the seven days are the seven days of Pesach, therefore Harishon's got to be the day before that, and that gets you to the 14th. Okay? If that's true, if you're telling me every Harishon always means a little before, let me show you a few other Rishons around the Torah, and they don't seem to mean before. What's that? Elameata says, Ulkachtem lachem, Bayom Harishon, Priyat Sadar. On the first day, you have to take for yourself an Atarog. Harishon dimikalamashma. Okay, so that should mean that on Erev Sukkot, shake the Lulav. No, take it. What? On one. Well, on one. On one, yeah, okay. Well, don't, 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 you throw other things in here. Shani Hatam. No, that. You can't learn from that. Dechtiv. Usmachtem lefnei Hashem lokechem shivat emim. It says you have to be happy in front of Hashem on Sukkot for seven days. Shivii, shivii, ma shivii. Lechag. Av prijon lechag. Stop, stop, stop. It says the shivat yamim. Ha-chanami. Dechtiv. Ach, b'yom shivat yamim matzot tochelu. Thank you, Dan. You thought of it. I'm not stopping. Well, you can keep going. Right. So, so we ask the same question. It also says seven days by Pesach too. Imken, never, never have a Gemara like this with a Balkore. Imken, nichtov kra rishon. 
<laughs> if so, the, the Torah should have said Rishon. Harishon Amali. What do I need? Harishon. So in other words, if it only meant to be the seven days by us, it would have said Rishon. Here it says Harishon. That extra Harishon is what's doing it. If so, Hatam Harishon Namali. Why does it say the Harishon over there too? Vitu, it says Harishon by Sukkot too. Vitu, Hatam Dikhtiv, Bayom Rishon Shabbaton, Bayom Shimini Shabbaton, Emerishon Dimikara Mashma. Maybe the Hashimini should also be Mikara the day before. No, somebody says, new answer. Shani Hatam Damaka, Ubayom Hashimini Shabbaton, Mashimini, Shimini de Chag. It says, Ubayom Hashimini Shabbaton. Ma Shemini, just like Shemini, is Shemini de Chag. It's the eighth day of the Chag, because eight days have got to be going from the... From, it's, it's the day eight already. It's got to be going from the Chag. So the fact that I Sukkot, you have Shemini, which got to be that. Therefore, it's gotta, the first one's got to be. So now it says, if so, Harishon Amelie. So then, if you're not doing anything, what's Harishon? That's coming to tell you that in Chol Moed, you don't ha- you're allowed to do Malacha. Okay, so we have over there. We have, we have a problem now. This extra hay, right, is not coming to tell me erif. Why? Because of shemini. Okay, so now shemini tells us it's not. So now what's it there for? Just get rid of it altogether. Answer to tell you that you could do malacha on chol moed. Beautiful. Mara says, "What do you mean? I don't need that for chol moed." The way I can figure out the Ladu Malacha and Cholweg is the fact that it only says you can't do Malacha on number one, number eight. So if you can't do Malacha on day one, day eight, obviously I can do it on two, three, four, five, six. So I don't need a special mood from Hadi Shon to tell me to do Malacha. Guess what? If you don't, just tell me, if you never, whenever you tell me, whenever you don't tell me I can't do Malacha, so I figure it out that I can. Right? So it's like, no, no, we need it. Sal I would funk. Since the Basuk says, if that Vav will add to the beginning, so because I have the Vav, I need the Hey to counteract, counteract it. Okay, I got a cool move. Save, save ink from billions of Sifrei Torah. Don't write a Vav. Don't write a hey, and everything everyone will be happy. With two, another question. It says over there on the first day, it should be a holy day for you. On Pesach, it should be Rishon Mikra. Let, when it says by the Natun Melacha, maybe you know that it should be over there also that you, that you, that you have to, you can't do Melacha also. Back to Pesach. We're saying on another question we're asking. You're talking on Pesach question now. By Pesach, we're only learning the extra thing for getting rid of chametz the day before the Yom Harishon, getting rid of chametz. The same. It also says it also says the word by Yom Harishon Mikra Kodesh in Perik Chav Gimel. So also you should not be allowed. To do so therefore, you shouldn't be allowed to do Malacha already. From from it should be a holiday already. After the first day, you should yeah. Not from Erev. From Erev. From Erev. From Erev. Just like just like just like from Erev. It's, it, you have to get rid of chametz. So from Erev, you should have to... You can be allowed to. Ela hanishtosha rishon mi Really, it's the day before. But these three rishons is needed. The reason why we need the extra rishons that you're talking about, the ones that we're not using, 
okay, the, 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 the Sukkot, the two of Sukkot and the one of, one of Pesach, we're going to use each one for a completely different thing of Tanah Bishmael. This, every Harishon needs to be used, Harry. Okay? The, the Harishon that we used bumped it up from the 15th to the 14th. There's three other Harishons. We don't really know what they're for. And we're going to say now that they're used for a completely different thing, Tanah Bishmael. What's that? Because of the three Rishons that the Jews kept, they're going to be Zocher to three Rishons. Number one, to get rid of the, the children of Esav, finally, after all these years. And to understand the identity of Mashiach. Right. To get rid of Esav's children, how do we know? You see the word Rishon over here, connecting to the word Rishon when describing Esav's birth, to tell you, you want to get rid of Esav, you got to do Pesach. Okay? I'm assuming that's the one, I'm just picking one of them. Right? Right? And how do we know we're going to be at Mikdash? So you see that Rishon, compared to the Rishon of Sukkot, that's going to get you the Beit HaMikdash. And how do you know the Shemosh HaMashiach? Tukhtiv, Rishon L'Tzion, Hinehinam, Rishon L'Tzion is Mashiach. And therefore you see that this Rishon is going to connect to that. So these, with the, one, one is teaching you a halachic thing. When it comes to Pesach, teaching you a halachic thing. When it comes to the other Pesach and the two Sukkot, it's teaching you, it's giving you Zichuyot for the future. Okay. How does enter not doing malacha on the 14th? Because we're using it. We, it's being used for this, these other things. These, are, these are all used for these things. All the other Rishons are used for, to teach you that you get rid of Esav and all the other things. So they're not available. We can't use them. For, we, they're not available to use. Uh-huh. Okay. Beautiful. Says the Gemara. That's all the opinion so far. We have opinion number three. Now we have another opinion. Rava. Rava comes in also. Why is he next? Not next. Rabbi? I don't know the order. Hmm. We know on the 14th of Nisan is the day when everyone would slaughter the Korban Pesach. Now, another Pasuk says, in, in the end of Shemot, it says, Don't slaughter while Hametz is around the, 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 the Korban. So therefore, the only way to do that is to make sure you get rid of Hametz before, uh, on, on, at noon on the 14th of Nisan. A person could slaughter his Korban Pesach any time in the afternoon. Why do you have to tell me I have to get rid of it by Chatzot, by midday, by noon, on the 14th of Nisan? I have a very simple way to do it. Why don't you just say, okay, listen, the Haras are going to do their Korban Pesach at 3 o'clock p.m. No problem. You guys got to get rid of Pesach at right? The Zabidias are going to keep this till 4 o'clock because they're doing it at 4 o'clock. Why do you have to make a one set time for everybody? Okay, we don't need uh, everyone on the same plan. It says, when the Torah said, they're talking about the time of slaughtering. How do we know? Because it didn't mention uh, this guy, that guy, and therefore we're assuming that that's what it means. It's one time for everybody. Only on the first to get rid of Sohar so this is helping Rava out with his statement. Yes. For, for, for with, his, with his opinion. 
Rabbi Kiva has another opinion. Okay? So we got a lot of opinions. Again, it's, a, it's very, very cool how all the... What's cool is that Torah doesn't say something. Everyone knows it's true. And everyone is looking for riots. Okay? Rabbi Kiva, Omer, Enot Tzadich. You don't need it. Harei Omer, it says only on the first day get rid of Seor Batechim. Ktiv, Komalacha, Lotasu. It also says, Now, he's telling you like this. If it says you can't do Melacha, right? In other words, what was the other Havamina? We thought that maybe you'd have to burn. But the machlok is you have to get rid of the chametz, right? Now, you have to get rid of chametz either on noon of the 14th or maybe on the 15th. That's the question. Now, you're not allowed to burn the chametz. Rabbi Kiva says, you're not allowed to burn chametz on the 15th because you're only allowed to light a fire on the holiday if you're cooking. When you're getting rid of chametz, you're not cooking to eat. You're cooking to do a mitzvah. You're not allowed to cook to do a mitzvah on Yom Tov. And therefore, when, when, when we had the question, you think it's the 15th or maybe it's the 14th? Rabbi Kiva says, it's got to be the 14th because you're not allowed to burn chametz on the 15th. There's other ways to get rid of it. Oh, okay, good. So let's see. Very good. So it says the Gemara, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Eno Tzarich, Shereh Hu Omer, Ach Pa Yom Tov Tushmit Yisrael Batechem, it says, you should get rid of it. If it was in Yom Tov itself, are you allowed to leave it till Chatzot? Right? So Rabbi Yossi says, you don't really need what, what, what Rabbi Kiva is saying, because he's saying, the word Ach, we said before, was a chalak, to tell you that it wasn't the whole day. That means that not the whole day of Pesach you could have, oh, not the whole day that you burn it. Do you do you have to? Do you not? Are you not able to have chametz? Right? We said ach, which told us that the fourteenth, not the, not from the morning, ach from the from chatzot you're allowed to do it. Now that ach, if we transmove that over to the fifteenth, would be asur because you're not allowed to have any chametz when you eat the korban Pesach. Therefore, therefore we know that that's not true. Amarava. Okay. Now Rava says, flip over to him a bit. From Rabbi Kiva's cool way of learning, which was, Rabbi Kiva was saying that Rabbi Kiva was saying that the fact that you can't burn the chametz on, as a melacha makes it that it has to be the 14th. We could learn three different things, completely different things from Number one, Shmamina and bi'ur chametz elabasirifa. Exactly, that Rabbi Kiva does not agree with Mr. Marciano. Mr. Marciano just said over here, that, uh, what do you mean, Rabbi? There's many other ways of getting rid of chametz besides burning. Why does that mess anything up? You see that Rabbi Kiva did not agree with Dan Marciano. He does not agree with flushing your chametz down the toilet. He thinks you have to burn, because otherwise his whole drusha would go out the window. Okay? That's number one, you see. Number two, if you remember from Shabbat, there's a machloket about burning. We know the Pasuk says about uh, doing melacha on Shabbat, Shabbat and Yom Tov, of course, lo ta'aseh kol melacha, and then it says, lo tevaru esh b'chol moshvatechem. If you already can't do any melacha, what's the point of mentioning, uh, 
What's the point of mentioning uh, burning? And then what it says, well, there's a two-way machlok at what it could be doing. Either it's coming to the lav yatzat, which means it's coming to tell you, yeah, all of the 39 melachot, you get killed if you do 38 of them. But if you burn and you, you drive a car on Shabbat, you're burning gas, then you only get malkut. That's one opinion. The other opinion is, no, lechelik yatzat. It's coming to tell you that each melacha gets its own separate uh, malkut or own separate korban for each one. So there's two ways to understand why burning is separated. You see from here that Rabbi Kiva held that they tell you that it's not coming to tell you you're, it's only a lav. Because if it was coming to tell you it's only a lav, then not necessarily could he say his dirasha of saying that you can't burn on Yom Tov because you can't, you can't burn on Yom Tov. Ushmarmina, the third thing you learn, lo amrinin hoil you don't that we don't say a hoil when it comes to this, which means it was a theory to say that since you're allowing me to cook on Shabbat, right? On, on cook on Yom Tov, right? I'm allowed to fry my things on Yom Tov. The same way you let me do that, maybe you'll allow me to also burn my chametz. Once I'm doing this, let me do that. You see, Rabbi Kiva doesn't let that because if he let that, then his old rasha would fall out the window. Maybe we should say maybe it's still the fifteenth. We'll burn it. We'll burn the chametz together while we're cooking for Yom Tov. So you see, Rabbi Kiva, that that we don't say this hoyl business. So, so uh, he's pointing out these are three things we learned. Tanu Rabbanan. <coughs> we have a brighter. Shivat Yamin. Seven days you shouldn't have hametz in your house. Why we say that? We don't. I don't need bazuk telling me not to have seor in my house. It says I can't have hametz in my house. Right. <coughs> right. Okay. The fee shneemar seor. Since it says you shouldn't have any seor. Right, I was lechase or shelcha ata iataroe about taroe shelacharim v'shel gavah. Right, it's telling you you can't you can't see in your house any of your chametz, but you could have other people's chametz or Hashem's chametz. I mean, let's say someone gave something to Beit Hamikdash. Yachol yatmin. You might think that a guy could leave in his house in a place where he doesn't see the stuff, hide it, right? Or I could take inventory from a goy and leave it in my house. That's why it's to say, don't find it to teach you that even if you hide it, you can't have it. Not just you can't see it, you can't even find it. I only know from a goy who you don't control that you can't have his stuff. And he's not with you. How do we know that a goy that you completely control, you can't, you can't get rid of his stuff? How do we know that we can't, you can't see his chametz also? You shouldn't have it in your house. Okay. What? Well, we'll talk about the controlling in a second. It's coming to come up later. We're going to talk about this one. I only know if it's in your house. How about in caves or in these other things that you can't have it? Right? If, if you have a cave in your house, I know you can't have it there. Teach you in all your house. Anywhere in your boundary, I'm sorry. Right? 
That's only in your house. How do we know anywhere else in your property that you can't be over on these three different things? How do we know that the rules of, of the Batim happen also Batim? It says Seor by both of them. It mentions the word Seor by Babat. It says Seor in the Gvulin, which is for your caves. As it says, Just like Seor, which is mentioned in the house. You can't take from a goy, you can't have, you can't hide it, you can't do, you can't take, you can't, and you can't uh, find it. So too, when it comes to the caves, we're also going to say because of this zera shava, we're going to say that you're because by your air, by your matzeh, by your yatmin, by your Now, just like seor, which is mentioned in the caves. Over there, we learned a rule that you can't see your own, but it's okay if it belongs to Hekdesh. So, too, when it comes to the houses, you can't see your own. So, the Xerishav is making the rules of this go on the rules of that. So, you only have to say that each item once. Either we say it by the caves, or we say it by the houses, and each law is going to connect to all of them through the Xerishav of Seor Seor. Okay. Amar Mor. We mentioned in the Brighton before. That's only true by a goy who you don't control. That's where you're not allowed to have his stuff. But a goy who you did control. And he is in the chatzeh with you. How do we know that you can't have his? So the goy says, I, was, I, I thought Dan was about to ask this question before. But this... this Kapilaya means the opposite is, it, it, it's like, what, what, the word Kapilaya in the Gemara, whenever the Gemara says that, it means like, what in the world are you talking about? Okay? That's what Kapilaya means. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, Ibcha Mestavra on steroids. what in the world are you talking about? Why would you say, why would you say that if the chametz of a goy that I don't control, I can't have in my house? Of course I can't have the chametz of a goy that I do control. So why would you say, I only thought a goy I don't control. But a goy that I do control, how do I know? Tamud Lomar, we said, what are you talking about? What in the world are you talking about? Okay? So Amar Abayah, Abayah's way to get out of this problem is epuch. Yeah. Swap it. It's a mistake. Just swap it. The goy that I don't control, if... No, not not only the goy that I do control, even the goy that I don't control, I can't have his stuff. Because the goy that you don't control, his chametz is completely not yours. The goy that you control is a little bit yours, right? So you might have thought, not only the goy that you that you do control, you you can't have his chametz, but you can't even have. Don't control. Right. Not me, not Okay. That is a says. No, don't, don't, don't flip it. Okay? It's going on the beginning. You can't see yours. We say you can't see yours, but you could see others 
and Hashem's, right? And the Ella, I only know When we said that you can see something that belongs to God, or something that that's, or was it something that belongs to God, or others, that's only a goy that you don't have. How do we know that you can see it? In other words, hold on, let me just get this clear. Okay, we're going to stop over here and we'll get to Rav and Abaya tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Amen